Chapter 1 December 26 There were flashing lights ahead. I pumped the brakes and was relieved when the car responded, slowing down instead of fishtailing on the snow-covered road. I eased over into the empty oncoming lane to go wide around the police car on the side of the road. A police officer was out of his car, helping some people whose vehicle was in the ditch. That was the 18th car we'd seen that had gone off the road, along with two transport trucks and a snowplow. I'd never seen a snowplow skid out, which said a lot about the driving conditions. I couldn't help but look over at the accident as we went by. The car's occupants, an older couple, seemed to be fine, although there was no way they were getting their car out of the ditch without a tow truck. At least it had been cushioned by the snowbank, which had stopped them from going too far off the road. They're okay, I said. My cousin Spencer looked up from his handheld device. Who? I said, they're okay. They weren't injured. Who? I almost laughed, but stopped myself, between the glasses and his response. Who? Who? He did look more than a little like an owl. There was another car in the ditch, I explained. He craned his neck to look behind us. I didn't notice. Sorry. Don't be sorry. Keep working. Okay, thanks. He turned back to his tablet. Spencer was sitting in the passenger seat beside me, but he had been somewhere else most of the trip. He was in first-year film school and was doing some editing on a project for one of his classes. He'd occasionally mutter something, but for the most part, he was totally absorbed in what he was doing. He had said he wanted us all to see it when it was done. I got the feeling that if we did go off the road and were upside down in the ditch, hanging from our seatbelts, he would hardly notice. And when he did notice, he would want to make a movie about it. Grandpa had always said, follow your passions. He would have been proud of Spencer. Grandpa had been on my mind a lot the last few days. Not that he was ever that far away from my thoughts, but going to his cottage brought back so many memories. He had been gone for over six months, but somehow I expected that when we got there, he'd be waiting on the porch, the cottage warm, a big fire going, the snow shoveled, hot chocolate waiting, and stories to share. Are we almost there? I startled a bit at the voice coming from right behind me. Spencer's younger brother, Bunny, had been asleep so long I'd forgotten he was there. Yep, it's the next turnoff. Good. It's been a long drive, I said. It's beautiful up here, all the snow and the openness. It is beautiful, for sure. And open. I like open. There is no open in jail. Bunny, Bernard was his real name, had just been temporarily released from juvie. 
He was one of the last people I would have expected to end up in jail to begin with, and definitely the last person I expected to survive it. I guess I'd seen too many movies about prison, but the way he described it made it sound more like extended summer camp than jail. That didn't mean it was that way. That was just how he saw it. My cousins Spencer and Bunny were a little different. The three of us and my brother Steve had all gone to the same high school, and more than once I'd had to step in when somebody was picking on Bunny or ragging on Spencer. Spencer saw the world from a unique perspective, but Bunny was simply odd.